This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WRKS Pickens Jackson. Are you ready? Yes! From the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Uh, Auburn fans all ticked off at Brian Harson, so it's just uh, just a matter of time there. And Auburn and War Eagle Nation will travel to Stark Vegas, Mississippi, this weekend in Davis Wade Stadium. And MSU pulls a night game, conference home game. Okay, so you know they played at night against Alabama and Kentucky, and they played the night game against Memphis, which went like eight hours with the lightning delay. But Mississippi State will host Auburn, and they get a 6.30 kick. And I think some of y'all are excited about that, uh, which is all good. I'm kind of caught, you know, between a rock and a hard place because, man, I want to I get all of Tennessee and Georgia and all of Bama at LSU, and then I'll also be in Starville. So this is going to – I mean, in that – that is first world problems. I've got to juggle that next Saturday. Don't be surprised if Wendy and I head back to a house to uh, to watch all that after doing a little tailgating. Wendy says that game is way too late for her. We are the Out of Bounds Show. 105.9 The Zone ESPN WRKS. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Show is brought to you by the amazing steaks and homemade hot tamales at Kessler Prime in the Renaissance. Visit KesslerPrime.com. To make a reservation. Oh, I saw Kevin at Kessler Prime. Uh, I don't remember when. It was either Thursday or Friday. And I mentioned to him that I wanted him to come in and make a uh, Tito's Vodka cocktail and a Russell's Reserve cocktail. We want to do that Grand Marnier old-fashioned with Russell's Reserve. Uh, or maybe it's Russell's Reserve old-fashioned with Grand Marnier. 
But uh, I think we, we're going to get that going, and that'll be a lot of fun. Um, good weekend. Really good really good weekend for Jackson State and Ole Miss. Southern Miss had won on um, Thursday. Big win for Will Hall and, and Southern Miss as they're rolling. They've got five wins now. So if you took that four and a half over total wins for the season, um, cash money, baby. I mean, it's just Christmas money. It's just uh, Bahamas money or, or whatever you're doing. Show is also brought to you by Bank Plus. It's more than a name. It's a promise. Uh, 9.15 today, we'll have the Mississippi High School Player of the Week at 9.15. Brought to you by Bank Plus. Friday Night Lights brought to you by Bank Plus and Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. Somebody asked on the Ag Up Equipment text line, Bo, was Mississippi State trying to get rid of John Cohen? No, that was a, somebody threw that out. I think it was an Auburn um, media guy. John Cohen had just received a raise and max contract last summer. There you go. That's, you can find that in the IHL papers. Not hard to do. Cohen had received a bump in pay and a four-year contract as athletic director at Mississippi State. Okay. So if he was, if they were trying to run him out, I don't want to surprise you here. Yeah. They would not yeah. have given him a new contract this past summer. They would have gone with the Keith Carter model of how he handled Bianco going into their title season, which was let him exist on the contract as it sits and not extend it. Right. You would have said, hey, we're just going to continue to evaluate. We're always evaluating, right? Coach speak, we're always evaluating. Uh, before we jump into... The- all the other amazing topics that we have. Well, we're about to do some Kiffin audio. Go ahead. Uh, Isn't it funny how we work in absolutes in sports? Because you and I were talking in the break, and I I think taking out his baseball coaching aside, just the AD tenure, Cohen was like a B-plus AD, which is good. Not not insane. But when you consider 120 years, how many B-plus or better ADs have you had at Mississippi State? Four, five, maybe? Um... Okay, Larry Templeton was an F. So Greg Byrne, Scott Strickland, I'd say and John Cohen. I, if I had to rank them, I'd say Strickland, Cohen. I mean, Strickland, Byrne, Cohen. But there's not much difference. They all were different stylistically. Okay, you have to understand. Everybody's different. Like, I mean, just, uh, I think they all were so good. Of course, the bar was so low. That's why people would freak out when Greg Byrne would come over to somebody and go, hey. Nice to meet you, Greg Byrne, Mississippi State. And people just literally melted uh, because Larry Templeton had never left, you know, Starkville in 26 years as as AD. But I think all three, and, and Carl Maddox did a great job. The problem was they had guys like Duty Noble, like, uh, you know, Charlie Carr, Larry Templeton, and, and those guys were not good. But bottom line is this run that you've been on with Byrne, Strickland, and Cohen – has been unbelievable. And Greg Sankey likes yeah. all three, and that's always good for you. And uh, Mark Keenum has promoted from within twice, okay? Yeah. People got it wrong on our text line. Keenum did not hire Byrne. Fogelsong hired Byrne. But Keenum promoted from within Scott Strickland and, and John Cohen. Yeah. You will not have a promoted from within on this one. All right, let's switch gears. Let's do it. Um, Lane Train. 
taking some shots at Jimbo Fisher after the big road win in College Station to take Ole Miss to 8-1. and one. Uh, Quinn Sean Judkins is the best freshman running back in the country and one of the best regardless of classification in the country. I want to do the personal part with Jimbo. This is Lane Train after the big win in College Station. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you coach speak, so yeah, that's real. I mean, most coaches say, you know, say no, but yeah, that's real. And someone attacks you personally and, you know, calls you and my good buddy Coach Saban, they were both clowns. Um, you know, you take that personal. So, glad we won. I guess I can be a clown for Halloween now. <laughs> Uh, Lane Train shots fired at Jimbo, not letting it go. Said he took it personal. I now I, I think Jimbo could say he took what Lane said personal in February. Um, but again, we all run the numbers on how we want it to work for us. If somebody says something, right? And Lane did not shy away and did not give him a coach speak answer of, "Oh, it didn't bother me. I didn't think about it." He said, "I, I took it personally." And this is Lane Train on the field with Cole Kubelik after the game, and this is pretty good. Halloween right around the corner. What are we dressing up as? Uh, I don't know. Maybe Joker. Maybe Jimbo has a Joker outfit for me. Maybe Jimbo has a Joker outfit. <laughs> Do you see the the picture of them meeting at midfield, shaking hands? Okay. You know how you look at a Renaissance painting and you can like study everyone's face and you're like, oh, that person's experiencing anguish and that person's experiencing joy. And like you see these emotions just painted on their faces in such grandeur. That was their their picture of them shaking hands is a Renaissance painting. Kiffin has this a little bit of a like hidden smirk to his face, (laughs) kind of like the cat that ate the canary, a little bit of a ha ha. I got something that you don't have, which is what a a a coaching brain a win yeah uh jimbo who jimbo looks lost lost befuddled lost a little a little weird you know a little a little perturbed but also just confused i mean yeah. it's it's just this incredible picture and it's two programs and two coaches headed in vastly opposite directions all right so a&m has had the number 1 class the number eight class, the number six class, and the number four class. Yeah. Their average recruit, recruit hold on, recruiting wise. Yeah. That, that's recruiting. The last four classes number one, number eight, number six, and number four. Yeah. Their average player rating is over 91. That's insane. It really is. Um, and Lane Kiffin worked them in the second half. DJ Durkin might be going, maybe I should have stayed at Ole Miss and in Oxford. We are the Out of Bounds Show, brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Man, the show's flying by. Tom Luganville on the Yingling Lager Guest Line, 830. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rat poison. Unbelievable. Rat poison is everywhere in the SEC West. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Um, Speaking of football in the NFL, Elijah Moore on his chemistry with Zach Wilson, and I quote, I don't get the ball. I don't know. On chemistry with Zach Wilson. Woo! Um, that'll be interesting to see what... Is the deadline today, Blake? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. 5 p.m. Eastern, I think. Okay. Time. So the NFL trade deadline is tomorrow at 5 o'clock. See who gets bounced, who, who moves around. We'll see what happens. Uh, for... For those of you who nerd out on the sport and business side of things, and I do, but I don't think that many of you do, which I understand. you got other things going on. I do want to throw this out real quick. With your new TV rights deal, Mississippi State and Ole Miss will eventually receive you know, around $100 million a year. Um, you know, It's going to go from the 60s to the 70s to the 80s to $90 million, you know, 90-something million a year, and that's huge. Um, that's a big deal as your athletic department revenue will grow. Well, the big 12 agreed to a new six year media rights deal with ESPN and Fox through 2031. It's worth about 2.3 billion, which is 380 million a year. So big 12 revenue will be about 50 million per school despite losing uh, Oklahoma and Texas. Currently, their revenue is $42 million a year. Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and the SEC are already north of $60 million right now uh, with 70-something on the way and 80-something and so on, like I said, and getting close to $100 million. So when you look at that deal by the Big 12, you know they're going to be getting about $50 million a year. Uh, the reports are that the Pac-12 will not even get that much. And the so, ACC won't. Well, I don't, if there's talk that there could be a look-in with the ACC, and if anybody can do that out of those three, the ACC can may have the opportunity to, yeah. to open theirs up well before 2036, okay? I, you know, I think they'll be able to do that, but we'll, we'll see. So just something to think about. Um, speaking of NFL, your Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott played really, really well. But how about Tony Pollard in two career starts over Zeke Elliott? 
Tony Pollard has gone for 279 total yards and five touchdowns. Woo! Woo! Man, did the Dallas Cowboys make a just boneheaded move locking up Zeke, who's trending the other mm-hmm. way. Tony Pollard is uh, mm-hmm. a really good NFL running back and played really well yesterday. Also, um, Jimbo Fisher is now minus four games coach effect and the only head coach currently there on the season. We ain't going nowhere. He's a top five recruiter with a really good staff and they can't get it done. That is right in the giblets, baby. How about that? (laughs) Three and five. They're on a four-game losing streak. Four-game losing streak. So right now, you have Auburn on a four-game losing streak. Number 15 recruiter-ish. They may have dropped a couple spots under Harson, But number 15 recruiter. And you have number five recruiter, A&M. They're also on a four-game losing streak. It's incredible. Auburn and Brian Harson now have gone back-to-back seasons with at least a four-game losing streak. Well, it's over. But here's the deal. Mississippi State football staff cannot afford to lose this weekend to Auburn. Nope. That could get things... I mean, it looks like you're losing your athletic director. I would give it a 99.9%, 100%. And you cannot lose to Auburn Saturday night in Starkville. Will Rogers and Dylan Johnson, if he plays... And Ra Ra Thomas, plus the other side of the ball. I don't know if Jaden Crumity will will play. We'll see. But um, Watson, Emmanuel Forbes. I mean, you have to win that game. And talking to people throughout the weekend on the John Cohen stuff, and then we'd circle back to Mike Leach. I, I thought one of the the best quotes that I heard was the fact that Mike Leach's ego will not allow him to dedicate himself to the staffing Mm. that is necessary to really... I mean, he won seven games with an average roster last year. It's unbelievable. Yeah, No electric player, no electric playmaker, um, a really good player on defense in Martin Emerson, but... But nothing on the edge, nothing in the interior D line, nothing outside as far as wide receiver, you know, that that type deal. So the guy, his genius and his brilliance and his quirkiness and his whatever, phenomenal. But I don't think he'll ever be willing to yep. commit to staffing. And if he did a half a game bump to a game bump in football. Massive. Oh. But his his genius massive. His genius is what gives him the high floor, but it's also what has limited his his ceiling. And we said that we said that early on, even last year we were talking about this is that his he's a he's he does more recruiting than people like to give him credit for. He's not as lazy a recruiter as some people have like no. made him out to be. No. I, but he is not Freeze, Kiffin, Kirby, anywhere close to that, Napier. He's none of that. So that hurts him a little bit. But if he would just hire a staff a la the way Kiffin has done it, 
that would that would booster his his ceiling, that would be huge for him. But he relies on his genius, which helps him in some aspects, but also limits him in others. I agree. He's still a good coach. He's still he's, he's still a good, a good hire. Yeah, he's won over 150 games in Power Five. Uh, it just at three places that know, are diff- especially two are extremely yeah. difficult to win in Texas Tech and Washington State, and neither one have won like he did since he left before that, that, or after. That always shows me you're. That tells me you're a good coach. Yeah, it's it's like wins above replacement in yeah. baseball, right? What are War. what is your what is your winning record? Or what is your record at this spot compared to all the other records of other people at the same spot? Right? He's massively heads and tails above every other coach at the programs that he's coached at. In fact, as crazy as this is to say, the best coaches of the three programs he's coached at were at Mississippi State. He's the clear cut best coach at Texas Tech and Washington State. Sure. At Mississippi State, he's not. So that's it's the first time he had he's walked into a place that actually has had a record of of actually decent coaching in recent years compared to the other two spots he's been at. That's fair. Dykes did a good job at Texas Tech, but nothing like what Leach no, did. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. And there's nobody before or after him at Washington State. Yeah. So no, that's I, I that's mean fair. that's why the fan base, it's such an interesting model because if Mike Leach is hired post Kroom. What he's doing is is light years considered successful because of the ten year stretch of Dan Mullen. Now people seem to think Mike Leach isn't being successful this year. It's incredible. Uh, if he wins on Saturday, he's he's in a good spot. Um, hey, he's no he's no Jimbo Fisher. I'll tell you that much. I, I did talk to somebody really high in collegiate athletics yesterday, and they had a very simple quote, but one that stuck with me throughout the day: "Embrace nil or die." It's that simple, Bo. That's what he said. Embrace NIL or die. It's that simple. That's also a problem. Kiffin embraced it. Kiffin in the offensive side of the ball. I'm sorry, Leach in the offensive side of the ball in Starkville. They haven't bought in. I mean, Lane's been going through the press and basically challenging his boosters to raise money, which is smart. Live in the Bank Plus studio. Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. This is ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Press the button, my friend. The Out of Bound Show live, live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge in the Bank Plus Studio. Check, check, check it out. Tom Luganville joining us, national college football analyst with ESPN. Um, games, studio, recruiting, Tom Luganville on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Ole Miss with another close win, this time on the road against uh, Jimbo Fisher and the Texas A&M Aggies and uh, ended up being a a compelling game. And Kiffin has this three-headed monster going of Kenshawn Judkins, Jackson Dart, and Zach Evans, who uh, laid down the tracks for 390 yards on the ground. And they did enough to get out of College Station with a W. Uh, Tom Luganville, how about Ole Miss eight and one with a really good road win Saturday night? I tell you what, it was impressive, and it was impressive uh, the way they did it on the ground. Um, difficult environment. I don't care who the opponent is; the environment is as big a deal as anything else because it affects your communication. Momentum swings are huge when you're playing on the road. You have to weather the storm for an extended period of time. You got to deal with the peaks and valleys. Um, it's hard. It's really hard. I I was very, very impressed. And what I came away with at the end of that game, I was really scratching my head because I'm watching a Texas A&M defense give up 393 yards on the ground. And they score with a minute and 30 left and three timeouts and don't kick the onside kick. Well, we're just going to let our defense get the ball back for us. You mean the defense has just allowed 400 yards on the ground? How is that going to (laughs) work? I'm with you. Uh, Crazy. And I thought I thought Kiffin's fake punt uh, was so good. He just, um, I mean, he's just push, just about pushing all the right buttons. I mean, the onside kick a couple of weeks ago was awesome. I'm telling you, Marty Biaggi was at Purdue under Brom. Kiffin identified him, brings him in. That's two big plays for for yep. Kiffin and Ole Miss. I, I want to stay on where you were going with the running, the way that they were able to pound the rock. Tom Luganville on the Yingling Lager guest line. Lugs, walk. Look, Judkins was unbelievable. And sure. Evans, even in limited carries, was amazing. And he's a little yeah. hurt. But to me, the guy who won it was Jackson Dart's mobility on yeah. third down, broke the will of Durkin and AM's defense. What did you see, Lugs? No, I totally agree with you. I thought that. Um... It's so, again, we've had this conversation so many times, man, when the quarterback can create when things aren't ideal, it changes everything. It changes how you load the box. It changes how you account for having to deal with 11 on 11 because generally when the quarterback's on a runner, you're playing, you're playing 11 on 10, right? You have an advantage. There's no advantage um, with, with this defense or any defense when you're playing against a quarterback that if things aren't ideal the play's not dead 
It's not a three-yard loss. It's not a seven-yard sack. It could potentially be a game changer. It could potentially be a big play because you're able to get out of trouble. And I think that that is something, and, and it doesn't matter, like every weekend when I travel and, and, and I'm talking to coaches and we're talking about, you know, challenges of the opposition and this and that, when you start hearing coaches go, oh, man, this quarterback, man, when he takes off and moves, it is, it's a problem. And it is a problem. It's a problem each and every week. And, and I don't know in today's game if there's really an actual answer for it, right? I mean, it's, it's more of a we just got to contend with it. We got to hope we have good enough players to, to weather the storm. Most people don't. Some people do. And it just creates huge challenges for you on defense. All right, Kinshawn Judkins. Uh, he is a true freshman, Tom. And he's he, I think he's the best freshman running back in the country. And then he's one of the best running backs, regardless of classification, in the country. How do you see it? I totally agree. Um, I will tell you wholeheartedly, we missed on him. Um, I was going back and going, you know, where were we on this guy? And I'm looking at... Uh, and I'm looking at our write-ups, and I go, and I, and I see that he ran laser time 4.8 in the 40-yard dash in high school, which is, is not good, right? It's, a, it's, it's not where you want to be. And that being said, it was probably one of the reasons why we didn't have him ranked where we should have had him ranked. And then when I had Ole Miss versus Georgia Tech, and, and, and this was early in the season, and of course you've got, you know, you've got Zach Evans, uh, they're just starting to figure out what they've got with, with, with Quinjon. And, and Lane Kiffin said, he goes, he reminds me so much of Josh Jacobs. Wow. He goes, he's not going to outrun everybody, all right? He's not going to be a guy that gets into foot races and just wins that, that matchup. But what he is going to do is he's never going down upon first contact, and he's unbelievable inside the red area. If you notice him, they're always going to have him in the game when they're in the plus 20-yard line because he just pushes the pile. He breaks tackles. He, uh, you get inside the 10 with him, I mean, he's, he's an absolute difference maker. He really is. And so, I don't know, man. I've, I've come away incredibly impressed. It's also actually made me go back and kind of reevaluate long speed on running backs versus, you know, six- to, to seven-yard burst, ah, um, contact yeah. balance, all those sorts of things because yeah. – um, you may not have to be the fastest guy on the field. It does it help? Absolutely. Is it is it a completely critical component? Maybe it's not. Yeah, and one other, uh, Tom, you look at the film. Um, he hits the hole for a young guy. Cool. I see so many times, and I'm an amateur. Yeah. I'm sitting there sipping on a blue moon, you know, and eating wings, and you, you guys are breaking all this stuff down. But I'm watching him, and I see other backs that may be just as talented with blue blood programs that it takes them a year and a half or so to understand where they're supposed to go. This guy yeah. understands the flow of the offensive. This has got to be coaching by Kiffin and his guys. Understands the flow. This guy hits the hole to be a true freshman. That's what's remarkable to me. I don't know if it's so much coaching as it is natural instincts of things looking slow for him. Like what he sees in front of him happens slowly. So he sees the tiny crease, he sees the gap moving. So, for example, let's just say that we're going to run inside zone and our, our, our landmark, our target as the running back, 
is to lead to the outside foot of the right guard. If we're running zone, you know, to the right, or we're going to run wide zone, or we're going to be the outside foot of the offensive tackle. Like once you make that approach, but then the ball snaps, things change, right? The gaps move. The thing it goes upfield, it goes laterally, and you've got to have a sense of of maintaining that you still have to hit your landmark, even though things have moved. And then the vision part of it comes into play. And I just think that's where he's good. He sees the moving parts happening in front of him. And if Zach Evans gets healthy in their bye week, you know. Oh, boy. You know, hello. Uh, now, does he, run on, does he run on clouds or what? He literally looks. He is so light on his feet. Yes. He, he literally looks like he's running on a cloud. Boy, that, that three-headed monster of yeah. Judkins, Evans, and Dart is is incredible. Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Um, Lou's Jimbo's in trouble. I mean, it's just time to... It, they're three and five. They're coming off four straight top tens, a couple of top five recruiting classes. Yeah. I, I understand that Wigman looked good, and I understand yeah, that I he has... Yeah, I, I do. They want to be good now, Tom. I mean, they of course, of they course. want to be in the mix and in the talk and hosting game day, and they want Tom Luganbill talking about them, and they want to have maybe one loss right now, and they're light years from that. Where is this going, Tom? Well, the question you have to now start asking yourself is, has Jimbo lost the favor of the team? Because these kids are not performing. They're, they're not uh, playing to the standard that their ability level should allow them to. Well, why is that? Are they, are they tuning out the coaches? Are they disinterested? Um, I, I, I don't know what the answer to that is. It's, it's mind-boggling. I, I, I've said all along to you from the very beginning, this, going back to August when we first started talking, that if anybody thought – that all of those kids in the 2022 class were just going to all of a sudden show up as 18-year-old kids and completely transform the roster, they were sorely mistaken. That's not how it works. That's why you've seen guys play, but you're not seeing, you know, 15 true freshmen dominate. They're, in fact, you're not even seeing 15 true freshmen in the two deep playing regularly. Right. Outside of, outside of Evan Stewart, who's their best offensive player right now, not not having an Aya Smith and maybe Devin A. Chain is is... is, is obviously in that conversation too. But what does that say about the players that were on the roster prior to this 2022 class? If Evan Stewart's your best offensive player, he's a true freshman. Wow. And see, LSU is able to do it with their two freshman offensive linemen because Jaden Daniels is is a QB Correct. that got up and running quicker than what A&M's going through between the whole Max Johnson, Haynes, King, Wig, Wigman, Shuffle. Right. And he can run. So and he, he can, can run. Those, he can yeah, run. He can yeah. mask the weaknesses. No yeah. doubt. Uh, just real quick, I know this is not the game of the week, and we need to get to the two big ones, along with the one here in state, where I think Leach and the Mississippi State football staff have a lot of pressure on them to win the game this weekend because Auburn's so bad. You know, Florida's average for Florida. Uh, I, I did think that pulling within 28-20 showed some, you know, resolve and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, but they're traveling to A&M this weekend. Now, I think 11 a.m. kick works for, for Florida. Yeah. Real quick, 30 seconds, you know, 
who do you like, Luke's Florida at eight? Um, to be honest with you, I, I like Florida because I don't think Florida right now has some of the internal dynamics that I think are creating a lot of negativity that Texas A&M has. Now, thing, are things going the way that Billy Napier wants them to go right now? No, but they they've got a a a, a long-term vision, I think a long-term plan that they're in the infant stages of implementing right now and kind of finding out who they are. They're capable because they have athletes. And I think that Texas A&M has so many distractions right now that I actually like Florida in this ballgame. Okay. Let's go to um, Tennessee at Georgia. Tennessee just wipes the floor with Kentucky. Georgia, as we just discussed, took care of Florida. Uh, Florida may have closed it, whatever, but Georgia just imposed. I didn't think Stetson Bennett looked good. I, I thought there were some errant throws. Um, sure. They 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 did the ground and pound when they wanted to, and boy, that's that's something. It's almost like Ole Miss. I mean, Georgia can absolutely get after you. Stetson did not look that sharp to me. Tennessee at Georgia. You going Georgia or you going Tennessee? Oh, more. I think this is. So it's such a difficult game to project. So let, let, let's dial it back a little bit and, and, and acknowledge a couple of things about Tennessee. As good a football as they've played, tomorrow is November 1st, and they've played two road games. Two. Wow. That's it. So I think that has to be taken into account. The environment's going to be different. It's going to be hostile. And you're playing against uh, a, a, an opponent that is superior to you talent-wise. I think the answer to the question you're asking it's going to come down to whether or not Tennessee runs 80 to 90 plays. And the reason why I say that is that's their game, right? They want to snap the ball within 10 to 12 seconds. And if they get 80 to 90 plays, that means that the game is being dictated on their terms. They're in control. They're likely in the lead. There's nothing to slow them down. They're not having to make adjustments to account for the defense being on the field too often meaning essentially everything's going right for them. But if they don't, if they're not into that 80-90 play role, what that tells me is they've had three and outs, which they haven't been accustomed to, and that Georgia is playing keep away. Georgia's limiting the possession by going up and down the field, taking time off the clock, and basically having to defend Tennessee's offense which the best way to do that is when it's on the sideline. And, and so I, if, I'm, if I'm a viewer, I'm watching this thing, pay close attention to the play count for Tennessee because I think that's going to play a big role. Okay, let's go Alabama at LSU. The line is 12 to 13 points. I actually think I LSU can play and play with them all. I think they can do it all night. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that LSU can play with Alabama all night long? Yes, but it's like I've always said, and we've talked about this so often. If you're not the better team, you need to play your best football, and you need Alabama to help you. And you know what Alabama's done this year? They've helped a lot of people. That's true. Because that is the sloppiest, most undisciplined, heavily penalized Alabama team we have seen under Nick Saban. So you go on the road to Baton Rouge, and you're going to be the better football team. You have better personnel. You have the better players. You have the better quarterback. You have the better running back. You have the better defensive end. The, the whole nine yards. But they can't go there and commit 18 penalties on the road like they did to Tennessee. So, to me, it's going to be about how clean is Alabama. If Alabama plays clean, Alabama wins the game. 
If Alabama does not play clean, this team goes into the fourth quarter. I think LSU's got a great shot. But at the same time, which LSU team is going to show up, right? Right. Like that's they're a little bit of a Jekyll and Hyde team this year, which is fine. We've seen a lot of that. Louisville's the same way in the ACC. I can't figure them out. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's I can't one figure out a lot of these teams. I just I know it's one week they stink, and then the next week they're 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 beating people. It's just the weirdest thing. And <laughs> and by the way, not to get off on a tangent, how in the world? I don't know if you saw it. Do you know how almost physically impossible it is to turn the ball over eight times in one half? <laughs> like, you have to, like, I almost feel like you have to walk over to the other sideline and hand them a football. <laughs> that's how hard that is to do, and that's what Wake Forest did. Unbelievable, oh, right? Hey, all right, if if you had to, uh, if, if you could hire anybody you wanted, Tom Luganville, at Auburn in a month. Mm-hmm. Realistically, I'm not talking about Sean Payton, okay? But if you could hire anybody you want, um, who would you hire? Um, given the fit and the knowledge of the conference landscape and the university, I'd probably, even though I don't think it's going to happen, I would go after Hugh Freeze. I just think that that job is so difficult and has so many hands in the cookie jar that you have to bring somebody in that fully understands it, fully embraces it, and is is willing to do it anyway. Because I think that's one of the challenges of, of hiring somebody there. They're getting to the point with how they conduct business that people don't want the job. It's kind of like Texas was. Do you remember when Texas hired Charlie Strong? Yeah. Charlie Strong was like the fifth guy on the list. Well, why is that? Because there's something wrong internally. And I think that that's the challenge for Auburn right now is, yes, you can make a lot of money. Yes, you can get rich. Um, can you win there? Absolutely, you can. But the problem at, at, at Auburn right now is they need a recruiter. Their talent has dropped off so significantly from what they were playing with just you know four, five, six years ago that they better get somebody in there that can recruit the SEC and, and the priority is recruiting, not coaching. Okay. Uh, if you had to bet 100 bucks, Coach Prime gets a job in a month or so, uh, is there something? That job or a job? Um, that, that he is offered a job that he will take. Um, I would probably say that, that that's likely to be something that could – could occur, yeah. Now, I think the one thing that we've got to acknowledge with 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 Dion is that he is at a program right now where he answers to nobody, right? Like literally nobody. What's going to happen when he's in a a job with power brokers and politics and bureaucracy and hands in the cookie jar and a huge microscope on the program? Nobody cares about Jackson State right now. That, that, you know what I'm saying? That, that's, that's different. It's a different landscape. Now, is he capable of handling it? Yes, I do think he is because I think he's savvy and he knows what would come with those things. But I don't think he would take a job where you don't have the resources to win. Like, I don't, I don't think he's Georgia Tech, so no. Far, no, like, I, like, don't take – that's not a good job to take right now. No. Exactly. That, that's not a job that you take. So I think he's savvy enough and, and smart enough to realize that if I'm going to make this move, I've got to have the resources at my disposal to actually make it work. 
Okay. Uh, were you surprised, speaking of college football playoff tomorrow night, rankings? Um, surprised, surprised by what? Were you surprised Ohio State struggled on the road at Penn State? Um, no, I'm not. And I actually think it was good for them. Gotcha. Um, and the reason why, look at their schedule. Bo, I mean, they haven't played anybody. No. They boat raced everybody. They haven't been challenged. <laughs> they needed that to happen. And, and listen, Penn State is clearly a better team at home than they are on the road. Sure. But again, you talk about the environment, man. Those places matter because, yeah. again, it affects communication. It's loud, momentum swings. How does your team handle it, especially if you've got some youngsters playing? They get caught up in all of that, and then they can't get out of a hole. Um, how they won that game to me was incredibly impressive. It needed to happen. I think it will press the, re- the reset button for them, get them ultra-focused because they know what's coming against Michigan. Because until they play Michigan, they still they got Northwestern this week. I mean, Northwestern might be one of the top five worst teams in college football this year. Uh, so they needed that challenge on the road. Okay, Mississippi State's a 12-point favorite over Auburn. What do you think about that? Um, I think that it will they'll win by more than that. Okay. To be honest with you. All right. Um, I just Auburn can't function at quarterback. No. And they can't. I mean, they just they they can't function, and I don't think they're 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 set up to play against an offense like Mississippi State. All right. Uh, unless 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 Auburn comes out in Alabama's uniforms. <laughs> uh, one more. We got one minute. Um, <laughs> if you had to vote for the Heisman today, would you vote for Hendon Hooker? I would vote for Hendon Hooker, or here's my dark horse. I would vote for Drake May. Okay. You talked about him last week or the Nobody's week? Nobody's paying attention. I'm just telling you, he is in a different category. He's a top five overall pick. Is Hendon Hooker a top five overall pick? Because I think he is, but you know more than me. I don't think he is, and I'll tell you why. I think that the offense that he plays in is going to get heavily scrutinized by NFL people because nobody that's come out of it has succeeded in the NFL. I think that's going to hurt him. Um, is he playing like one? So yeah. is this a what what a modified Baylor version of? I mean, how, how, tell me how you would describe it. Yeah, I mean that's 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 what it is. It's, it's Josh Heupel, Jeff Levy, Lane Kiffin, Kendall Bryles, kind of the brainstorm of the Art Bryles stuff, um, a version of the air raid with a emphasis on running the football. Um, Lincoln Riley's doing the same stuff out at, at, at SC. Um, half field reads, uh, overly simplified. Uh, and I think it's one of the greatest college offenses that we have ever seen, may ever see. Um, I just don't know if – I just think the NFL people will really have to do their homework because um, it just it – hasn't, it hasn't transitioned to the next level. That's just the reality. I'm not knocking in an hooker. Um, he, could, he, he could be the outlier, but history has shown that's not the case. But, all right, do you expect him to go in the first round? Probably, yeah, if he, keeps, if he keeps up this pace. All right, buddy. Have fun in L.A. Thanks, man. Will do. Thanks, man. Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. That interview was brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. We're live in the Bank Plus studio at 915. We have the Mississippi High School Player of the Week. Friday Night Lights brought to you by Bank Plus. 9.15 today on the Out of Bounds Show. 
ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Lane Train 8 and 1, Jimbo Fisher 3 and 5. And we have two monster games this weekend. Tennessee at Georgia and Alabama at LSU, but a must win in Starkville. Back in a second. Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.